Welcome back to another episode of If You Can't Handle the Heat. It's your boy G Swizz, joined by Jokesy. Jokesy, how we doing, brother? How we doing, everybody? Cruising. Micah, how we doing, my man? Doing good, doing good. Got the trio here. Going to be another solo dolo episode. In the next coming weeks here, we'll make sure to get more guests on. But, you know, it's been so much happening between us three. Micah started uh, season. Joe started season. All our friendly games get canceled, so that's kind of <laughs> sick. Um, it just keeps going more and more. But Micah, congrats on the MVP and congrats on the dub, my man. Thanks, bro. Tell them what happened to you. Weren't you supposed to go to Greece? Dude, I was supposed to go. Dude, we're, we have, I tell people we're, we're like a YMCA squad. We're down to, we have a 15-man roster. We're down to nine right now due to injury or corona prevention okay. or whatever, stuff like that. We're like literally like a nine, we're like a YMCA team if you're to roll out there. Might Who as well call yourselves right? the Bruins. <laughs> Bro, you guys have 15 on a professional roster. That's a, 15, lot. That's a big roster. Yeah, yeah. That's well, a big roster. That, 15's big. Some, some of our coach are us. It's a mess, dude. It's a mess. Literally. It's it's like, what can we do at practice? Tell. Nine guys, dude. We're nine guys at practice. What are we supposed to do? We just do serving pass for like forever. Oh, um, man. And when does your league start? Uh, October 22nd is our first game. Yeah, we were supposed, okay. to, we were supposed to go to Greece and then... Well, it's supposed to be in Greece right now, and this morning we're supposed to leave. But last night it got canceled because someone, because of Corona problems. Um, but yeah. But anyways, Joe, Joe, you had your first game. How did that go? Not good. We played uh, my old club actually, Friedrichshafen. It was nice. Saw a lot of people from the club I was at the past two years. A lot of people outside the club came to watch the match. So it was good to see everybody. But did not play well. It's not a good performance from our end, and yeah, we got to move on. We have Berlin for Saturday night, so not an easy start for us. It's the top two teams in the German Bundesliga, but yeah, we got a. We were talking about it before, kind of before the podcast, and on things that we have to get better on. We'll be dropping the link if you guys want to watch any of our matches. All the links that we get will be dropping. So it's a long season. We got to bounce back. So we'll the Polish league's so hard to get access to, like the links. Yeah. People aren't gonna get the links. No shot. I was. It's no so shot. hard. I was. I was gonna say like the different leagues. It's so hard to get like get links. So we might not have every game. Joe German league, phenomenal job of because it's on Twitch. You guys do a, it's, it's professional. Do a great yeah, job. Yeah, that one was that one was so well done. Yeah, the whole year they they signed a new contract with that Spontent team and they're doing a crazy. They came in and did like with Twitch. They yeah. do it through Twitch. Yeah, man, that's Twitch. sick. It's really well done. And so that, really that'll be the whole year. It's really easy to get um, get a hold of, and it's really easy to watch, and it's free, so everybody can watch. And right. that, I think that's how volleyball should be. Everybody talks about like growing the game. I'm like, you need to make all this stuff accessible so people can yeah. access it. Not then... like no one's gonna randomly come across any of these games because it's like a ten dollar yeah. subscription. It's like, <laughs> and then you and then you're even taking out people that watch casually, and then yeah. it's like okay. I've got to like you to be a player or like a fanatic to actually buy this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. You, you want like random people coming across it. In the Polish league, it's all on Polish TV. Every game is televised, which is also why um, we have like some interesting, like people play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And it just depends. And at all at different times, but you have to be in Poland with this Polish TV to like watch it. Dude. And so 
we're finding a way we have like we're gonna buy it and then get a vpn for like zana but even then it's like it's it's a work in progress bro also that's why the university of hawaii men's volleyball brand has blown up like it has and why they get so much interest for internationally i come over here everybody's like the only reason we watch we know about like collegiate volleyball is because uh men's volleyball is free they, they stay up they watch it and they can access they know all the players like they talk they ask me about players that don't even like play and stuff and they're asking about these guys but just because of the brand the uh men's volleyball brand just kind of exploded the past like five shout years, out lisa strand lisa strand right yeah. there big shout been out holding it down been holding it down since uh the home team i don't know if you guys remember that uh i do not remember that i've heard oh! I've, seen I've seen it but i was not there when it, it wasn't there when i was there I, okay, I've okay. seen it though. No, no, I definitely know it wasn't there when you were there. That's yeah. old. Well, OC sixteen took it over, like even when yeah. I was in high school, I think. Well, no, yeah, I, I, I've seen a couple of those, just like on OC sixteen when I was at K five, the home team. Well, I don't know if it's gonna be. It's not gonna be free anymore. Like for example, it was UH volleyball fan too. The person that was the YouTube name account who downloaded it, put everything right. up. But I think it's run by ESPN now, or a lot of it, or it was was it ESPN now that does it. Um, so I don't think he uploads that does any what? games. Bro, that, I was that, able they to access it they, free. But know. did you? But did you get it on YouTube? Like, did you get it on YouTube? Like no. For, exactly. So he does the girls and the guys games. You know, I, I haven't checked it lately, but I know they signed it with ESPN. So I don't think they're gonna get. I mean, obviously ESPN. So so UH signed with US, ESPN. Yeah. No. Just dude, they individually. Some, dude, they signed with someone. They said I swear it was ESPN. Was it, if it, it's not the UH women's. Matches I've been watching is not ESPN broadcast. <laughs> it's single like OC. Where they sign with someone? Maybe, maybe in the future, but the matches so far have not been in the ESPN broadcast. Damn, I have a question for you guys though. Wait, wait, okay. uh, wait! Can I say one more thing about the stream before you start <laughs> question? Yeah. So they were. So you guys are talking about the streaming service and like how accessible it is for you guys. I was like, hey, guys, is any of our games going to be accessible? <laughs> like, stuff. And Val, Valentin, the, the funniest, most sarcastic guy, or one of the most funniest. First of all, our team's a bunch of grown just kids. That's what it is. Even though I can't understand them a lot, but I can just tell when I talk to them. That's, like, how, oh. that's how all of it is. Dude, so funny. And they're like, oh, yeah, for sure. They're like, we're going to be on Fox and CNN, and we're also going to be on the NASA YouTube station. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, and I'm like, they're like, but apparently we're gonna put it on YouTube. Apparently we're supposed to have a TikTok too. But I was like, who's running this TikTok? What's like, there's like, there's no way. I was like, we don't have a website. We have a Facebook page from 2017. I was like, my parents think I'm on a fake team because they're like, there's no website. There's no nothing, and you never what's have that? any games. Like- you don't have any games. Like it gets good. <laughs> What's that Netflix schedule? What's that Netflix video where they like fake being a water polo player or something, like to get them in the scandal? Varsity Blues. No, not the show. Is it Varsity Blues? The one where they like fake at USC and at Stanford and all. It's a real story. Varsity Blues. Right, right, right. right, right. That's the name of the the Netflix show. Okay, okay. Scandal. It's all NCAA. Gage is pulling that in Bulgaria. Gage is like, but it's true. These people also are like a lot of people. And part of the reason is because we're so catered to as like humans and are like just people like our people take care of our rent. People take care of like our cars, like our insurance, our health care, like taxes. taxes. Like <laughs> we don't need to do any of it. So these we like and we go to college and stuff. But these guys have just been doing this since 18 
and they just like never really have to grow up they just get to be and just play sports That's for a living point. and like other people take care of their stuff not Dude. saying that they're all like that and that there's a bad bad way or a good way it's just like a lot of these guys are like the biggest clowns you'll find above 30 is like in the volleyball world dude i had a teammate my my freshman year freshman year sorry my first year at Friedrichs often um and he was 34 years old european and he didn't know how to cook a single he literally told i can i don't know how to cook a single he couldn't make rice and chicken he could he went out every single day and he said told me his, <laughs> bu- his budget per day was 50 dollars. he would spend on to go how does he have this every money? single day i mean he's made decent money from his career like he, he he's had a decent career but he has a wife and kids and so every time his wife would come into town because she would stay back in his home country and she'd come into town for like a week and he'd be so excited because he gets to get home cooked meals i'm like dude i'll literally because he lived by me I'm like i'll come over and i'll show you how to make rice and chicken one day it's like, it's not about really that i don't think he wants at that point it's too late he's 34 years he's old. gotta he ride he's gotta ride it Bro, out he didn't know how to like operate a commit vacuum. baby he didn't, he didn't know how to do the dishes he doesn't yeah, have yeah. any like, well, I mean, hey, what a smart move them. by him because he can just plead ignorance about anything. Like, oh, like, babe, I need you to vacuum. It's like, oh, I don't know how to do the vacuum. Oh, okay, then just do the dishes. Like, I don't know how to do the dishes. <laughs> and then she has to end up being doing everything because this guy has no idea how to do anything. At the same was, time, though, at the same time, what female would be like, oh, yeah, like, really into Well, that I mean, guy. if he's balling on a 50 euro per day budget, he's making some good money. So maybe she's like, okay. But still, I mean, that can only... I mean, 34. Yeah, yeah. Than... That sounds like a recipe for disaster. It depends on, sadly, it yeah. depends on what country he's from and what the expectations are. But um, I was talking to Gage about this guy on my team who's just a clown, our, our libero. And um, we met the bus driver and, like, a bunch of these guys have played here before. And so they're all like, oh, what's up? And the bus driver is a really nice guy. And the coach, I sit next to it, like, the coach comes up to me, he's talking to me on the first away trip. He's like, oh, I have a funny story to tell you about the bus driver. Marian, or our libero, uh, like he sits in the back and the bus driver can't see the back. And so he'd always ask them like, oh, can you please like tell me if there's something back there and tell me like how far to come back? And they're like, yeah, no, no worries. So he was doing it and he's like, and he, he would always say the opposite, like stop, 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 when there's like nothing there. And then he, and so... He, this time he's like, oh yeah, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. And um, he let the guy keep coming until he hit a car. He completely got in a crash. <laughs> and the guy's like, Marion, what the? And he's like, he's laughing. He, It's ridiculous. The stuff that he's been, he's already done. This guy has so much courage when it comes, he'll do anything. He's wild. That's pretty, that's pretty. Messed up. I didn't know what the word, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it's so messed because it's straight up criminal. Uh, and he, also, uh, Gonzalo Quiroga is on my team. He played at UCLA actually from Argentina, and he's like, "Dude, just be careful with this guy, Marian. This guy, he he'll prank you." And I'm like, "What? Why? What happened?" He's like, "Dude, last time I was here, I was late to practice, and I was trying to get my shoes off the ground, and I couldn't." And I realized Marian had super glued my shoes to the ground for practice, dude. <laughs> Jesus. he's like dude i couldn't i couldn't get my shoes for practice like i had to like cut them off or i don't know what ended up happening but this guy's hilarious oh my gosh this guy's a clown yeah i don't think i've ever had a teammate like that 
like prank actually pranks like that we play this game and actually you had a question joe and i uh, last thing and then maybe hopefully you remember it we play this game and it's the first time i've done this two on two before practice with only one-handed like you can't you can't touch it like a set or anything soft it has to be a hit and so like we're just hitting it three touches we're hitting it like every one is a hit like even your digs have to be like like popped up you can't like and it can't hit anything besides your hand it's super odd game, but it's it's become super yeah. fun. And the backup libero and the libero, oh, me and the uh, second setter, I think like 24, 28 beers. Wow. Because they're just terrible at it. Because of this guy, yeah. Marian. This guy, the starting libero, he's so ridiculous. And like, we'll play like Bagger, Bagger every day. This guy has at least 10 mistakes every time. He'll go up and like go for the most ridiculous stuff. And he does not care about anything. And he just laughs. And everyone's like, Marion. It's like game point, And he just like serves it in the net. And he's just like, no, yeah, well, whatever. He's he's actually Dude, so this funny. Guy, this guy he's is actually so funny. Oh, my gosh. That's interesting. My coach, he comes from, he worked under Vitel Heinen, who I'm sure most international volleyball fans recognize that name. He was the Polish national team coach. He was at Perugia last year. Now he's kind of unemployed, I think. I don't know if he's at any place right now. Um, but so my coach comes from that, and Vitel, like, he has all these, like, little games that he likes to do, and at the beginning of practice, creates games. And so my coach, who's on the German national team, played under Vitel and also coached under him has adapted a lot and we do this thing called gamification before we even start a warm-up it's the most random like thing like he'll bring in the most random objects in the gym that he'll incorporate into something and then it, somehow i've seen it, some it of has, these and then like there's sometimes where you have to play stuff only with chairs or like a leg of a chair or like just ran like he'll bring in the most random stuff and it's really cool actually like we like there's all kinds of like crazy games there's a lot of like for next summer if if I'm like working with youth at anything, like I have a lot of really fun games to play now. Um, and it's good though, because you're like, it's, it's a mixture of like problem solving, but also you have to under, it is volleyball incorporated into it. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a good way to get practice going. I really like how, how we get that going. But I had a question for you guys. Number one show, number one most streamed show in the history of Netflix or any show period, I think in the history of entertainment is Squid Game. I don't know if you guys have watched it. Have you guys got oh, a chance to man. check it out? Yeah. No, Squid I haven't games. seen any of it. It sounds and like such a such a big commitment. Yeah, it, it's really it nine is. episodes. I, it's really not. I started really. it. I started it earlier today, okay. and it's actually pretty dang good. And it's better. Like when I heard, I have to read subtitles. I'm like I'm not trying to read a book. But Joe's not about that anime life. But I, I since I've started, like it's it's actually pretty good. And I was wondering, so it gets it. I always like th like to think about when I see like games and stuff. Okay, if I was like doing this like game show, like who would I pick in my life? So I was thinking about a show like, um, like Family Feud, where you have like where you pick like four other people or other like types of game shows. I always like like to think about people in my life or other volleyball players that would be good at those shows. I was gonna ask you guys if you if you're gonna do a show like, let's say let's say Family Feud. In the volleyball world, who would be guys that you would choose that you that you have knowledge oh, of? Like man. in Family Feud, you got to remember Family Feud. It's not about like the smartest people necessarily. 
You have to have right. like a good a good pulse on like what what the public feel and what society feels um, on certain things. It's just like random subject. It's not like you're being quizzed on trivia and stuff. So right, like, right, right. It's like I've seen like very smart people say really dumb stuff before on that show. That's why like I know. Right, right totally. I'm trying to think like international because you could go. You could go mostly like American people, but I'm trying to think internationally too. Who, if there's anybody that I would have a good idea, I think somebody who'd be really good would be like Michael Saeda. Would be he just has like yes. a really good feeling on that stuff. I feel like yes, Michael Saeda would be very good at that. Um, um, I think Jonah Kay from UCLA. He's like one of the he, on our team. He was like the encyclopedia though, like he literally knew about everything, and he also is like super witty and like smart and like he'd give a different perspective than I would be able to give. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think that's important too. Cause like if we're all thinking the same thing, it's going to be hard for us to on family yeah. view to get all 10 answers or six or five. Like we have to think some way and then he has to think some way and then kind of make it work together. Definitely. Those people, who, like you said, who just give like random facts all the time, like about rain, like those are the type yeah. of people you want because they probably just have something in the back of their head that exactly. no one else they is have, It's going to be like two strikes and like we're waiting for like the sixth thing, most popular like item in a kitchen. And he's just going to be like, I know what it is. Like, what? How did you know that? That's like Max Rosenfeld. That's the OG member of that system. He would be really good. I would take Max Rosenfeld. He would be good, actually. Yeah, that is one. I will agree with you on that for sure. He would be really good at that. Now that I think about that. I could see that. I could see He's, that. He just knows about like the most random stuff. Super and, witty. Like, like super, that. super, super well. Like the most detail. I'm like, why do you know that? He just reads the most random stuff. So like, like, let's carry that over to volleyball. So a lot of people when they're getting ready for matches or they're like preparing the day before, they have like all these special routines and they get into, they have to have like certain things that they need to do or certain foods that they need to eat or certain shows they need to watch. Or some people like to do trivia. That's why I brought that up a little bit too. What are some things like? What are some of the craziest things that you that you do, or you've had teammates do on teams that you've been a part of? Tui, Tui used to have some ridiculous, like this is Larry Tui Letta for he was Larry Tui Letta used to have some ridiculous stuff. When we used to go to JOs, somehow he got like the same fortune cookie out of the huge Costco pack like three years in a row and he'd always have to go and buy this Costco pack. He'd always have to go and buy this Costco pack of socks and use a crisp new pair of socks for each game. And then, or each day. And then what else did he have? Something about like some ice cream that he had to have there. He had some weird superstitions, not weird, but like he just had a lot of them too. I have to eat a whole pint of ice cream before I play. All right, you play like that. Your dad's like, but, all right. <laughs> but speaking of that, I think something that um, was interesting is that we would go, and one year we lived, we'd always go to JOs and live in a house. Uh, we lived in, we stayed at a hotel my 12 and under year at Hailey's in, in Hilo and got kicked out of the hotel in one day. My dad's like, we're never doing that again. So we'd always get our own house. One year we lived in this like mansion that was so sick. We every year we lived in a we've had houses with indoor pools with slides with basketball courts. We've had How every time hell? it's like how'd you guys have because, all that? Did you have like rich teammates or something? No, because we'd do it like in these weird cities, and then we'd have if you think about it, a hotel per kid 
per night is like a, kind of a lot. Like say, yeah, say you guys spend like $200 a night on a hotel room. We, there's like 12 of us. So now we get $2,400 a night. You know what I mean? There's, that's just rough math. Anyways, we were living with this other team and their coach was very like about their diet and like, oh, you can't eat this. You can't eat that. You can't eat this. You can't eat that. And we would always be eating out like Sonic and like Taco Bell and everything like that. And they would, they would always be pretty upset about that. And he got upset about that. And my dad's coach point got was, mad at you. No, he, he got mad at us because we were eating it in the same house as them. And those guys would get like, why can't we have that? You know what I mean? And that coach is like, you guys have to like eat away from my team because like we're trying to do this healthy stuff. And my dad's like, okay, it sounds good. We'll just eat away. Anyways. Um, my dad's point was like, if you go your whole life and like the whole year eating a certain way, and then like for that five days before or during nationals, you think that like your body's going to operate really well on just completely changing your intake of food, it's not going to work like that. Like yeah. if you're doing this all year, great. Like you have to stay consistent. It's not like, okay, this whole year we've been eating at McDonald's and then we go to nationals and we eat like salad. You're going to feel like, <laughs> ter- you're going to feel, feel terrible. Like no you, have to, you have to eat the McDonald's, whether it's good or not. Like that's what you're accustomed to. That's what your body's used to getting every, you know what I mean? And so th- that's, that kind of brought that up because of the pint of ice cream. Like some people... That reminded me of that story and how some people think a certain way about things and it might not necessarily be the right way. The way that sounds the best might not always be the right way. That's true. I'm trying to think of any ridiculous rituals. Some like some people have to wear like this certain but that's totally true. I've always felt the same way about superstitions or like routines. I'm like, if you do that one thing and then it doesn't go right, and then you do, some people just have mental like freak outs because they don't have that one thing that they need to have. Like, it, yeah, you definitely. That's why I'm not huge I, into it. Like, okay, so I've agreed with that too, where you're like, dude, just just in case, like, be prepared to not have your new socks. Yeah. Because, like, then all of a sudden we don't have new socks and all of a sudden we're going to lose because, <laughs> like, you can't handle that you didn't have your new socks. But there's there's give and take. Like, I think that there is there's some things, uh, some value to routine. Do you guys have anything? Because I definitely have some things. There's a big, there's a big reason why I don't drink coffee. I, I don't like the taste of it, and like among other stuff, or like why I don't do it among other things is that I don't like to rely on stuff. I like to be like comp- trying and control. So, for example, some people are like, I can't start my day without coffee, and and there are plenty of people who aren't like that. But I de- like when it comes to a lot of things. Like, I used to be really superstitious because from a young age, I've always had, like, a lot of pressure on me, both Joe and I and obviously you. So it was one of those things where I was like, okay, I tried to, one of those things I would lean on is superstitions and stuff. I remember when I was about eight years old, I lost my first championship, and I was destroyed. I remember that before then there was these these things called sport. I still remember this. The lemon-lime sport beans, they're called, and they're just, like, meant to, like, pop and give you electrolytes and, like, sugar. And I had this for the first time, and I never would ever go near anything like that ever again in my life because of that. But then I realized, I was like, you had to quit all this because you got to be able to, you, if you rely too much on stuff, I don't like relying too much on anything. So that's why I like, uh, I, I quit my superstitions because I used to be so superstitious. I used to like click my toes and click my ankles. 
Oh, no, not like that. And not stuff like that. that. <laughs> and I do, like, fucking freaking, like, weird stuff. I remember Joe used to clap, like, like what, like, 17 times before we went to bed or something. 200. When I was younger, when I was playing U12s, like, I was literally nonstop just thinking about, like, the tournaments. Whenever And we didn't play that many tournaments, so there would be, like, long stretches <laughs> of, like, weeks where I'd just be, like, nonstop thinking. And I would have all these, oh like, I'd, like, I would, like, have, like, thoughts in my head. <laughs> I would have these thoughts in my head. I would be, I would have to lay in bed some nights and like, there's like something telling me that I had to sit there still my whole body, except for my hands and I have to clap 200 times, like <laughs> without moving any other part of my body in, in order for us to win. And then I do it and we'd win. So I'm like, I always oh, have these man. random I've, things. I don't, I, I feel like I have I don't have a good memory, so I don't remember, but I feel like I've definitely <laughs> done things like that where I'm like, like Micah, you have to clap a hundred, like hundred times. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. And then I, I definitely have thought about stuff like that. And I'm sure I've done things like that. Um, and well, I just like walk, walking around school too. Like there's certain things like I have to like, like fix something or like, I just have like these random thoughts that I, you know, for sure. Like all I would say, OCD like, is kicking younger. in. I had, I had that when I, like, if I pass by trash that's on the ground, because I usually pick it up, actually every time because of this, I, I like pick it up and put it, put it in the trash. And if I pass something that I know I saw and I passed it and I didn't put it away, I'll take like five steps past it. And every time I'll be like, Fuck. even if I'm late somewhere, I'm like be sprinting and see it. And I'm like, I know. And then I pass it turn around, run back, pick it up, put it in the trash, then run. That's kind of something that's the same. See, but there's something like in my head sometimes when I was younger, like if I had something like that, that I did all the time, there'd be something that when I would walk past that, I couldn't do it in order for us to win. So they'd just be eating at me. <laughs> so like for you, be like, if you like walked past the trash, like you just have that thought that like, if you go pick that up, you're going to lose, <laughs> lose the tournament. You like, so you just have this like crazy. You just come up like this self-torture yeah. I mean, in order to win. I, you're like, uh, I have to, I have to hurt myself yeah. in little ways <laughs> for me to feel deserving of a win. This because, is when I was younger. I, this, I mean, this has been a long time. But that that has some validity to it because like, then you get into these situations and these games and you're like, I deserve to win. I've done everything yeah. that, that <laughs> my mind that my mind told me to do. Like I did the claps two hundred times. Like I did. I. You know what I mean? Like that has some oh, validity. Totally. And then you get into these hard positions and you have this confidence and like I I've sacrificed. I deserve to be here. You know what I mean? It's kind of like hard work in the gym. It's kind of like hard work in the gym. Dedication. When you're just like when you're in a tight situation, you're like dude, I've put in a lot of work. Like I'm. I know I'm ready for this. You know, like that kind of thing. That yeah. might have been what you were doing when you were younger. I think so. And then, like, people would tell me, they're like, oh, I'm ready. I'm like, you haven't sacrificed as much as <laughs> Dude, I was... Dude, dude, we I were, like, love hearing about young the young dude, Worsleys because they're, they were just these little, tiny, like, angry chipmunks of, like, the yeah. highest intensity of all time. And crazy. these guys are just like... Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, crazy. Like, when we, I when love we, thinking about these stories. When we first started playing beach volleyball, we had like, I mean, we trained, we always trained like crazy when we were younger with our dad. And there's a reason like, like when we were at those levels, our ball control compared to like everybody else at that field was just like at another level. And 
it's gotten like more even just because like other coaches we've played for just have not emphasized the same type of things that my dad always emphasized with us. And so that's why like and uh, but other areas of our game have gotten stronger. So it's like just like a balance of things. When we were younger, it's just like our ball control. Like literally my brother and I People always talk about when they would watch us play beach volleyball when we were like 12 or 13, we could like hit a corner like three. It's because after school, we would have to go 50 times. If we aired, we'd go back to zero. 50 times each corner as like 12-year-olds. Each corner, you'd have to full approach swing into a corner, like these little box cones, like super small zones. And we'd be there sometimes till like it's almost dark. We'd be there so long. And we had all these like little drills that we'd have to do every single day. And so people are like, you could hit the corner. I'm like, yeah, because if not, then we didn't get to go home and eat. <laughs> but but when we were dude, when we were playing beach volleyball, when we first started playing and we lived in New York, we I would go online and I would like look up all these like beach volleyball like coaches, uh, coaches philosophies and all these different like plans. And I would like break it down and then I'd take gauge and we'd go like into a gym because we didn't have like access to like beach volleyball courts. So I take him and I tell him like our strategy. Like I was designing our strategy. I'm like a nine year old. I don't know anything about beach volleyball. <laughs> like putting together our team strategy. And Gage, Gage at that point, he's just like, I just want to go play with sticks outside. Like Gage, that's all he did at that age. Just go play with sticks outside. And I was like, just like over the top, over the top thinking about strategy for everything. And so crazy. It, yeah. We had pretty. This is a pretty good yeah. segue, though. I know um, we'd also rage, though, because I remember Joe would rage all the time at me if rage. I would mess I would, up. Yeah. Throw sand in my face. He almost had to walk home because of that. But what are the biggest, like, ragers yet? Or the self-raging moments or just the biggest ragers you ever play with on a court? I know in Europe we have a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, in, I've played with so many teammates in Europe now. They're just, like, they punt balls like crazy. Like in the US, most coaches that I know like punish you for like kicking balls or like punching a pole or tearing the net down or screaming at the coach. <laughs> That's another thing that happens a lot. Um, that in Europe, it's just like part of the, you just, it happens Culture. like, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Like there's like grown men, they throw like temper tantrums. Oh, one million percent. They're like babies on the court. It's like, it's oh, one million fun. percent. Yeah, everyone's punching balls and like, you just have those days and you know when somebody's like bubbling up. Oh yeah. And you're like, oh, please, something go right for this guy. <laughs> and then something like goes terribly wrong and I'm like, oh, here we go. And he's like, ah. there goes like half a basket of balls. It's also because Micah, like you, like you were talking about, these all these Europeans, they don't know anything else in their life besides this. like. Us Americans, right. we have such good perspective on a lot of things, and you see like Americans talk about the like sports and stuff. And there's like people are so dialed in, but then they understand that there's so much more to life, and there's so much more to like your career, your your future, and everything. And so they don't have these like they have they have the ability to kind of like put themselves in check. I feel like we're just like Europeans, like. They, they, you have these older guys who are just act like kids because they just never grew out of that stage. It feels like they never had had to go and live on the cells and figure out how to go pay rent, go figure out. I don't know. I, I feel like that process actually matures like a lot of like American youth in a way. Like go having to go through that in college. Like there's a lot of things that happen in college. But they do that. That's the, that's the interesting thing is that they also when they're like 
16, Shoot, 17. a lot of them when they're 15 are out of the house because they're on the they national They move team. out, but, they, but they're not like... Self-dependent. out for themselves. Yeah, they're not self-dependent. They're always... De- like, there's always people taking care of everything for them. Like, you come over here, everything's taken care of for you. It's not yeah, like... in some ways, but but also they do, like, like, Cuban, like, my Cuban teammate's 18, and he's in France. He doesn't speak French and, like, has to figure out a lot of stuff pretty quickly because no one's, like, speaking Spanish to you all the time. Right, you know but what I mean? I, I feel like, like we're talking about many Europeans, at that age, though. That's true. That's true. A lot of the time it is the Europeans. That is true. But I think I think it it's just like Joe said, I think a lot of it is that it's just completely volleyball based. Like that's another aspect to it that that we are lucky to know that there's more stuff, but like since they're 15, like we said, they moved out for volleyball. And then they just been in a gym and like that's a, that's been their life. So that's probably another aspect of it. Just different cultures too, like in America and especially in our households, there's Americans that throw temper tantrums. Like there were some yeah. on my UCLA team. Um, I Ooh. think it's more in our households that we that's were raised, true. that we were raised to like, well, we couldn't throw a temper tantrum. Or I couldn't, I get my, yeah, I would get beat the crap out of it. Right. I mean, yeah. Yelled at. And we understood <laughs> we understood like the hierarchy and and where we sat and it was not at the top. And like we don't get to really challenge the top, which is also something that like comes back to hurt us in some ways. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Free thinking. That's what Milano's talked to me about. He's like that not any I mean he he's obviously Serbian, but not any like American person. Milan, my assistant coach at Hawaii, he was always like, so when a coach says something, you shouldn't question him, but you should think, why are we doing this? And, and if you have any questions, ask, why are we doing this? And don't be afraid to kind of have a critical thinking about what they're doing. And here, I've realized that a lot of the older players here, they're like, for me, for my team at least, it's like another person on the coaching staff. Like, they're dang near equals to the coach. Like, the veteran players here. Oh, one like million. No, a lot of like on the times same they're level. superior. A lot yeah. of times your veteran player is higher for sure higher than the coach. And that coach like knows it and he'll like ask them like, yeah. Hey, is this plan good? Or like, Oh, he's frustrated. Okay. Like, and they play off of that veteran, not the yeah. other way around. Yeah. Have you ever, have you guys ever seen that video of Ben Roethlisberger when he takes those reps and he knows he's starting and it's like where they throw the pad <laughs> at you or something. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah, like yeah. when the backup starts and then when the starter starts, like there's Ben Roethlisberger just, Hitting the pads is hard to get. We're supposed to be avoiding them. I I can't describe that more than my setter, Jorge, who uh, Georgie, or I call him Georgie, um, who's like thirty three years old, played Olympic starter for Bulgaria, really really good, and he literally he sets most of the balls, and he goes like this backhanded, like in pass, in like like if he's chasing a ball down, he'll go backhand or he won't even do it, or he'll do like a jump bump, and he has the freedom to do whatever he wants in practice. And if anyone think anyone else does anything wrong, uh, it, sometimes it'll be in the middle of a rally, and he'll just <laughs> put his hand up in the middle of the play. Rally's over. It's done. The ball's still in the air. I'm looking at it. I'm looking. I'm looking at the game. He's like, it's done. It's over. <laughs> sometimes in the middle of the rally, he's like, he doesn't. As he says, he doesn't have the legs, so he'll run a ball down. He's like, Gage, go right back in the middle of the play, <laughs> so I can go run to right back. 
And he just left back, and then like a lot of defense doesn't even die or try. He just goes like this in, in a game. Like he'll turn around, like you said, we talk for the veterans. But like, dude, it practice, it's the funniest thing. He doesn't even care. He's our captain too, and I, I'll follow him blindly. He knows he knows how to win. He's he's won this league a lot, but it's just so funny just watching these guys do the most ridiculous. And he's a twin brother. Who's now going to China, but he'll join us uh, at the end of the season. And they do the same just crazy stuff, and they're just messing around. It's the funniest thing. And he's like, oh, yeah. yeah it's like, I, so I haven't ridiculous. been in the gym in like four years, but co- coach wanted me to come this year to show presence. And he literally just sits on a bench the whole time and just talks. I was like, what are these? And then the weight coach can't do anything. Like, if if Georgie's talking during like the, like the weights or like when the weight coach is supposed to be talking, like for warm ups. It does not matter. Like, the way coach right. would be completely silent away from him. I just think that's so crazy because we've always obviously gone from a hierarchy. We never play with, like, veteran players um, at this age. For me, at least, I had never done this. I just think it's so funny, though. It is. It is. It is super funny. Um, Jordan. But, yeah. So, I think for those of you wondering how the – like, I think Eric bring this up last time. It's like, dude, what, like, when people are like, oh, yeah, I'm on this – Team on backup, but the practice are really good, especially throughout the year. I imagine the practice are only gonna get worse and worse, where it's like a lot of the older <laughs> oh, guys yeah. have said it gets real bad. It just turns into just an absolute sorry, mom, but an absolute shit show. So, so oh, yeah, so it's more important to play for sure. There's a lot of guys, they won't turn it on until playoffs. We'll cruise through, make sure that you guys get into playoffs, and then you all of a sudden, playoffs can be like, I haven't seen this all year from this guy. That's just how some of these older guys are. It's like, all right. Sorry, I guess that's like seven months. Yeah. That means it's like seven months of them not trying that hard. Yeah. I mean, that's in certain leagues. Obviously, they can't really right, do right, that right, in the right, top right. leagues. But in some leagues, it's for sure like that on some teams. I had a question. So I was talking to Coach Brian Singh. Um, who has a podcast. Have we looked at our numbers anytime soon? Or anytime recently? Sorry, not soon. Numbers like are... Our, our podcast numbers are diluted a lot of the time. What does that so mean? We post on Spotify, we post on YouTube, and we post like other places. So it's like, before we would just post on Spotify and we'd get like a digestible charts and like see, okay, this is where we, in each country... So obviously on Spotify, a lot of well, a lot of our views come from YouTube, or not a lot of them, but it's like kind of split. Got so it. Our numbers aren't as well. Look, like looking at the analytics, they wouldn't look as good, but the podcast is doing well. well. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. How come? How come? No, we're just talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, because he has a podcast, and I think he was saying like gold medal squared." podcast i don't know exactly coach your brains out or something like that is usually like the number one podcast and then number two was him and we were like somewhere around like four five or six or something like that and i was like dude i i couldn't tell you i don't even know for one or a hundred like i haven't i've never i think like sometimes that we get a report and sometimes like on spot because that only takes it off of apple Podcasts. i think only the one that we listen to um, but like when we were just posting on Spotify, we were number one every time we posted. And so, oh, yeah, like every, cause it like, it fluctuates ba- based on like, it gives you like every couple days, the numbers. And so every time we posted 
ours would shoot to number one. Ah, uh, um, okay, okay. And then we go by it, but on the on the weekly charts, ours is always number one. But we'll see. No, just but, random, just a random question that came up in my mind. And- the other thing is, Gage, before before you go off, I want to mention something because I feel like maybe some of the listeners out there will have some oh, say yeah. on this. We've been because we've been planning out a lot of stuff for us for the next year from couple month from month by month to also like a year ahead we've been planning out a bunch of stuff for us and what we want to do and where we want to take things and we've been trying to reach out to a bunch of different events a bunch of different companies to work with us for different events club director tournament directors club, yeah, yeah tournament directors and we've just gotten like we realized that in the spring it was way easier and people were so gung-ho about having us come in and just seeing like the benefit of us helping them out and bringing promotion to their event and bringing like notoriety. And now every person we're like, so many people we're talking to were wanting money from us. And they don't, it seems like they, they don't see the benefit of us coming to events and the promotion and, and what, what it does to their event. And I think like the greatest example is what Wapaka. And that's why we have such a great relation with that tournament and with the directors and they they're they couldn't say anything they couldn't say like anything bad about us at all like when we talk to them they're the nicest people we love them they love us there's some stuff like next year that they're gonna help us out with that i won't say i'll keep under wraps but they're it's gonna be like a great relationship for us moving forward that's why they are the best ran turn i think they're the best ran tournament in yeah, the u.s 100 percent. like 100%. like not like official u.s volleyball type of stuff but um, like recreational type of tournament, I think it's the best ran one in the U.S. Grass, beach, anything like that. Like I, I haven't seen one that's ran better or comes close to it. Pots down finally realize like all the major tournaments realize like what if we show up to the event, we produce content, or just like come into it. Like we increase like registration numbers, <coughs> we create like dope content from it. We give them just free promotion pretty much. All they have to do is just help out with a couple of which things. is honestly super huge like a lot of times people would pay for yeah. people to come and film it and then put it up and like so that people can see what it looks totally. like and we do not ask for very much at all like we do not ask for very much we also and put so on a the- show let's not forget that like we go to these turns to win and we're doing a lot of crazy stuff that no one else on the grass is doing so i want to yeah point that out as well so and and so I just want to say for the listeners, if you have a company, you connect to the companies that are interested in working with us, we're definitely interested or out, out there. You just hit us up. You just hit us up because we're looking for stuff for uh, people, for some events that we're going to be participating in to, for partners. We have some that we're in contact with right now, but we're always open for other people. And I don't know. I, j- I just had to say that because I've been frustrated with some of the conversations I've been having with different directors, different companies, media departments, and so... I just had to put that out there that they've been giving us a hard time and we feel like that since we've grown, they felt that they want to benefit more from us in a way and they don't see just the relation of like us being attached to them, how it helps them in any way. And a good relationship between them. them. Yeah, so that's frustrating. And at the end of the day, like it's not going to grow anything <laughs> like it, them giving us the middle finger is not going to make us want to go there and promote their event really well and you know it's like we we want to help we're them give it right as, back exactly <laughs> sorry exactly so that's where i'm at that i had to say that sorry gage 
So with that being said, I also said, wanted to say yeah. something. Go for it. Go for Am it. Am I allowed to talk about the new series? Yeah, go for it. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I was just thinking about that because he's like, "Oh, we're going to be doing some things," and I want to say that I'm going to be doing a new series on comparing volleyball players in the international scene, maybe even in college, but probably less so in the international scene with other people from different realms. So like um, NBA players, NFL players, celebrities, you name it, cartoons. If somebody looks like Jimmy Neutron, I might even go there. We'll see. But like, I know the first one is going to be coming out sometime soon. It is about Robert Landy Simone and who he's compared to is Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Because Real good one. That's and a really obvious one. That's why we started there. Because it's really odd. Bear with me. It's my first one and it's like a little rough. They'll get better as they come. But just wanted to th- throw that out there. That it'll be on the Odyssey system YouTube um, every other week or maybe every, yeah, sometime yeah. around there. Yeah, the the... the... We're probably we're gonna shoot for every other week. Um, this next upcoming week, we are going to the nine man nationals in Chinatown in Oakland. So it'll be a, a nine man seven day finale of just nine man videos, games, matches, interviews, vlogs, you name it. Um, it'll be there, and then the following week, then we'll release some new series that will be continued. And then also, like Joe said, we 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 will be going to events. So in making stuff like highlight tapes and, and whatnot for kids that we that we want to kind of reach out to. So and that includes the West Coast and the East Coast and the Midwest as well. So everywhere in between. So be expecting that. Um, and then also, I forget there was one other thing I wanted to say. New website. New website. Thank you very much, Joe. Joe, new website. So new website just popped up by now. Um, if you haven't checked it out, it's super, super insanely sick. Like, I, I was like, shout out to Faina Zang for updating everything. Huge shout out. She did a great job, yeah. She did a phenomenal job. It looks like. I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> yeah, it actually looks like. I'm sure it's ridiculous. Faina is it's, an It's ridiculous, monster. Micah. It's ridiculous. Jesus. Um, okay. So go check it out. Um, and then also remember, Addison 20 for 20% off of Dr. Price's electrolytes. Keep electrolyted. Keeps electrolyted here in Europe. Like I said, prestige worldwide, no matter where we are. We got Dr. Price on us. And then also go support the boys. Merch below. Go show some love. Because it'll also direct you to the website where there's merch. And you can support us. Um, but guys, thanks for hopping on the pod today. Our listeners out there, hope you had a, had a good, good time. And starting the next couple weeks, we'll get a few more guests on. But with the solo dole episodes. Joe, thanks for hopping on, my man. Micah, thanks for hopping on, my man. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys next week. And remember, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the damn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Out of System. Mm-hmm.